Welcome to Gardening with Daddy Pete. Let's join our host, Melvin York. Well, hello, everyone. This is Melvin York, and uh, you're listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete today. And uh, over one of the questions or uh, that I get asked the most or about information for or emails or even when I'm out and uh, doing some of the open house to some of the customer appreciation days that I do at some of the stores that carry our products. And just like I was in uh, Beaufort this weekend, and most of the question I had was, which soil for tomatoes and how do I grow a good tomato? Now, I would say that tomatoes are one of the most sought-after home gardener. People wants to learn to grow. People that already know they grow every year, so tomatoes is one of the big ones. Two more this big, and that's peppers, whether it be uh, your hot variety of peppers or your mild or sweet variety of peppers is also a big uh, plant uh, vegetable that people like to grow, and also cucumbers. So those are usually my three big things, and it just so happens that we can prep the soil, use the same soil, and um, about the same nutrients. Now, whatever you're doing, if you're doing row gardening, you're planting in your rows, your raised beds, I do recommend, and most of your garden centers will have these kits for you, uh, and it's to check the pH of your soil. If not, you can go to your local extension uh, office. They will have that uh, kit for you. Um, most of the places, I know in North Carolina, they're free. Get those, take a couple samples. It tells you how to sample your soil. Take it back to your extension agent, or it gives you directions on how to mail it in to the university. But get that pH checked. One thing it will also ask you on there, what crop are you growing? Whether it's tomatoes, cucumbers, peppers, um, you know, or all three, or you're growing something else. When you're doing that, you're looking for a target pH. We're going to start with pH now because pH unlocks the soil so that the roots of the plant can uptake the nutrients. And that is a big, a big, big, big key in getting anything to grow and to grow properly and to grow healthy. Now, the way we do things like that is the pH, we go by numbers. Uh, seven is neutral, okay? Anything below a seven, we call acid or acidic. Anything above seven, we call that more of alkaline, which it would be more of the alkaline side. Now, keep in mind, seven or below is acidic. There's a lot of plants that like acidic. For instance, blueberries, they like acidic soil. If you're looking at shrubs, azaleas are one that likes an acidic soil, somewhere around five. They grow well in that. Most of your vegetables, if you're doing vegetable gardens, we're looking for a target between six to seven. A perfect target, what we call a perfect soil, would be six two uh, through six eight. When you get that uh, test back, let's just say, for instance, we're going to grow peppers and we're going to grow tomatoes this year and we're going to grow cucumbers and we've got to have that pH right because pH, again, unlocks the soil so that the roots of the plant uptake nutrients. Now, let me give you an example. One thing about pH, just pretend like you're sitting at the table and uh, all the food sitting around you. 
but somebody's holding your arms down, and that is the incorrect pH. You can't get to the food to eat. So, but with the right pH, your arms come up, you can get to the utensils, you can get to the pledge, you can get to the food, and therefore you can start feeding yourself with nutrients for your body. So same thing with pH. If the pH is wrong, the plants will not be able to eat, so to speak. So that's a big, big, big thing that pH is correct if you're going to grow an optimum tomato, even for the point of sweetness, size, the texture, it's very, very important. So that is the number one thing we get the pH right. All right, let's just say, for example, we're going to grow tomatoes. We want to hit that target 6.2 to 6.8 pH, and we come back and our pH and add lime. Lime raises the pH. Now, it does it slowly. There's different types of lime and different things you can do to raise that. But that would also be in your report that you get back how much lime you need to add to get to that target 6.2, 6.8. All right, let's go to the other extreme. Let's get it back and say, hey, uh, I've got a 7.5. Again, too high, too low. You lock it down to where the plants can't uptake the nutrients. So in that case, uh, one of the things they will probably recommend that you do if you want to lower the pH, you use sulfur, garden sulfur. And again, they will give you these recommendations. Now, that is the main thing that we do. We want to get our pH right. Next thing we want to do, if we have the right soil, and it doesn't make any difference if you're doing it in pots, if you're doing it in raised beds, if you're doing it in the garden. And that's why we have so many different mixes and so many different amendments at Daddy Pete. One thing you got to also consider too is drainage. We've got to have the organic. We want the nutrients there uh, that you get from our organics, just like our Daddy Pete's composted dairy manure, which is used in each and every one of our products. So you want something with a little more drainage or out here in the clay, then you need our planting mix. And that would give you some more drainage because they age bark pines, but it also does have our dairy cow manure in it. You can do that. Say that you want to use our lawn and garden soil. Again, a good good choice. Maybe your raised bed, you just want to freshen up the nutrients, give it some more, more organic matter in there. Your drainage is fine. Your pH, you're working on it. You're going to add to that. Then use our Daddy Pete's uh, composted cow manure. Use our uh, sandy loam topsoil. You want to add just a little bit of a more drainage to there. So you go online at our website at daddypeaks.com. And you can see these different mixes and what all they can do. And again, if you have a question, you can go and uh, hit on our podcast there. It does have a place where you can ask me a question or send a comment in, and we'll get that to you. You shoot me an email, uh, and I'll um, email you right back with whatever question you have. Get that soil sample, and let's look at that. Now, here's the thing about it. A tomato needs, just like a cucumber... And just like a pepper, regardless if it's hot or if it's sweet, needs to be in a drained, good drained soil. They need to be in a soil that has some calcium added to it so we don't get blossom end rot on the fruit. Also needs to be evenly moist. And that's one reason that we always recommend that you uh, kind of hill up that around that plant and let the dirt kind of feather off so the water will run off. 
make sure you mulch that plant and always, always, always water at the stem at the ground, never overhead water. I like to add some calcium to mine. I'll do it in the form of lime or even in the form of jimson. If my pH is where I want it, I use jimson. Jimson's a great additive and does a lot more things. If you're doing it in the garden where you've got clay soil, uh, jimson's also a good clay buster. So you get the calcium, you get a little bit of sulfur there that's needed uh, for vegetables, not changing pH because it's just a minute amount. And you will see a big difference in your tomatoes, your cucumbers and peppers than you have in the past just by following these few simple things. Um, Nutrient-wise is we can go online and we'll talk about the MPK, what's needed for that the next time. But right now, the main thing is to get drainage, get some organic matter, and get the pH right in that, uh, whether you're doing it in the garden, row garden, you're doing it in raised beds, if you're doing it in pots, containers, doesn't make any difference. The pH has to be correct on your plant. Now, we were talking about tomatoes, if you get, get them too high or too low. Same thing works for that blueberry bush you set out too, and that's the reason we made our planting mix at Daddy Pete's. So we've got to keep that in that form of the, the pH lower. So, and that's what we're going for. Soil test on for pH and nutrients is a must if you're going to grow optimum vegetables and fruit. Well, I really wish you would take just a few minutes and go, since you are gardening or starting out or you've been doing it for a while, go to our webpage. Like I said previously, it's just daddypeaks.com. Once you get there, you can check out all of our line of products. You can see how long we've been around since 1907. Gives you a brief story on uh, where we're at. We're located in the heart of North Carolina, kind of next to the foothills. I'd say maybe a little more to the west side of North Carolina, but we've been hanging around since 1907. Another thing uh, that I think you'll like is the things that we do offer you. Our motto, our slogan, our heart is we help you grow. And if you look at the different uh, mixes and the different amendments we have, uh, you will believe that because we have taken time to make sure that you can be successful with your garden. And while you're at our website, that's where you can utilize our podcast. They've been archived. Ask the questions. Trust me, there is no bad question. There is no wrong question. Questions is how you learn. And uh, that's one thing that we do encourage you guys to do is ask questions and we'll get you an answer. If you've used our products, uh, if you have a comment, if you've got something, that a tip that helps the other gardeners, go on there, leave it there, and I'll get it out for everyone. And that's just uh, what we want to do here. So as you're doing your gardening, think about pH. pH is the thing that unlocks the nutrients or the availability of nutrients to that plant in any plant you're planting. Not all the pHs are the same for every plant. Okay? And um, we give you the examples. Some plants are more tolerant. I know corn you can... Corn can grow from six to seven, and usually you get a decent crop out of it. Some don't like as much. If you go into planting, uh, say, green giant uh, arborvitaes, they like more of a lower pH. So these are just the things that we do, and every plant does have an optimum pH range. Well, 
I certainly do appreciate you uh, tuning in and listening to us. If you do have something you'd like for us, a subject to hit on, if you will, again, go to our website, leave that there, and we'll certainly do as soon as we can. We will hit that subject. We'll talk about it and uh, take questions and answers if we can. One thing, too, that I do want you to understand uh, about gardening is it's sometimes you do fail. Sometimes you have a crop that doesn't make it. Next time this one does good, maybe it will seed. But what I want the new gardeners to understand is it's probably something you did not do wrong. And that's why we're here so you can talk about those things. The last thing we want to see is a new gardener have a bad experience and not try again. Trust me, I've had just as many bad crops as I've had good crops, and it has nothing to do with maybe it was the weather, maybe it was the seed, maybe it was the crazy weather we've had. So uh, I do want to thank you for listening and tuning in. Uh, and for one of y'all that's sending in your questions and comments, I want to thank you for that. I encourage you to do so. Well, you've been listening to Gardening with Daddy Pete, and I'm Melvin York, and we'll talk next time. Happy gardening. Thank you for joining today's Gardening with Daddy Pete. You can check out our website at daddypeets.com for additional gardening tips and our podcast at gardeningwithdaddypete.podbean.com. You can also join us on Amazon, Apple, or Spotify.